This is the 343 Podcast. I'm your host, John Pronich. Welcome to the show. Jose Lopez coaches in New York with Johan Jr. Soccer. You might remember the name Johan Juniors. That's where John Kokoris coaches. And John's first appearance on this podcast was phenomenal. And it is one of the most downloaded in the show's history for very good reason. These guys are passionate about coaching. They do it differently. They do it with conviction. And they don't care what anyone else has to say about them. During this interview with Jose, I was constantly writing notes and quotes. And here are some of my favorites. And I quote, Little shrimps. We don't sugarcoat things. We coach to win. Let's scrap. What are you willing to do to win? Battle Rondo. You better win every 50-50. Very structured. We tell them they are not good enough. And my personal favorite, this isn't for everyone. Those quotes I wrote down during this interview with Jose. This is a very, very intense episode. So I encourage you again, like I did with John's episode, to grab a pen and a piece of paper and be ready to write down notes just like I did throughout this conversation. And when it's all done, you can connect with Jose on Twitter to keep the conversation going. In fact, I highly suggest connecting with him, with John, and everyone at Johan Juniors. These guys are pumping out amazing content. And more importantly, they are proving themselves by showing their actual work. And if you listen to this podcast, you know how I feel about that. Links to all of their accounts are available on 343coaching.com. And that is also where you can learn more about 343's premium coaching membership program. It is a powerful and proven coaching education program for ambitious coaches who want to learn to coach possession-based soccer using gold standard methods. It's for coaches like Jose who want to do their job passionately, with confidence, and with conviction. The 343 methodology is the culmination of decades of study and practice domestically and overseas. Of note are Brian Kleiman's five internships at FC Barcelona, along with lots of trial and error to hone his coaching craft. And that 343 methodology is delivered to you in an easy-to-use online course that is loaded with video, audio, and ebook lessons. With this program, you get to see exactly how Brian developed players like Efra Alvarez, Alex Mendez, and Uli Yanez. If you want to improve yourself as a coach, if you want to reduce your trial and error time, and if you want to learn the gold standard methods for developing players and teams their full potential, it makes sense for you to get access to the 343 Premium Coaching Membership Program. You can find all the info, or you can sign up and get started today by visiting 343coaching.com. Once again, that is 343coaching.com. All right. I hope you're ready, and I hope that you enjoy this episode of the 343 Podcast with Jose Lopez. Hello. Jose. Hey, John. What's up, man? Hey, man. How you doing? Doing really good. 
good very nice very nice yeah glad to hear I just uh i just finished up an interview and i have no idea why i do this to myself every time i tell people yeah I plan for like 30 minutes and then you know they start talking about something interesting and all of a sudden uh, and then you keep going yep <laughs> and, then I, and then i put myself in the That's tough good. spot for the next interview so. <laughs> no nah, man it's good that you're, you're you're working you're grinding exactly which is uh you know pretty much what i want to talk to you about um the awesome. question the, the the question that i have written down on on my little note card for this interview is is what does it actually take and that's um kind of focused on the amount of work that goes into what it takes to build a you know something significant and by that i mean mm-hmm. what you and and john and and christian and some of the other guys are, are doing in new york it's like that that mm-hmm. is something that is different it stands out and it my uh, in my imagination it, it requires you know a massive amount of work and so i kind of want to get into you know what type of work you guys are doing what's important to you guys and and why you guys awesome. do it awesome yeah for sure i mean uh it's i want to tell it to you i'll tell you i'll tell you exactly what we do you know like it's not for everyone. It's something that we we put in a lot of work into it, and then right now we're very grateful that we're getting you know good results. So that's 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 something that we want to keep building on. You know, when you say when you say it's not for everyone, I think that's that's an important statement, and I want to see if you can elaborate on on this specific aspect of it do did you realize right away that it's not for everyone or did you set out to do something different or did you learn that along the way i think along the way like you you see that who you're who the competition is what the results that you're looking for and all of those things add up as time goes on and that you see that it's it's, it's really not for everyone because to build something that we're building on right now, it takes a lot of time during the day, a lot of preparation, which is pretty much the most important thing that I would I would I'd speak about is the preparation that we do that doesn't even involve the soccer ball. And then everything that comes after that, you know, the, the parent support, the education, prepar- uh, you know, like, talking to the parents, getting getting to know the players, getting to know your environment, having a common ground with the coaching staff, all of those things. So that's what I mean. It's not for everyone. Not, not everyone has the time to do it. Not everyone has the willpower to, to do it. A lot of people want results right away. And uh, that's why I believe that it's not for everyone. When, when you got into coaching, did – did you get into it casually or did you get into it with this idea that you wanted to, you wanted to be ultra competitive? You wanted to create ultimately what you guys are, yeah. are, are creating now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I started coaching. I'm about to be 30. It's almost half my life. I've been really, you know, coaching. I, I started coaching when I was 15 years old. I coached my, uh, I was the assistant coach to my, to my little sister's uh, travel team. And it was casual, obviously casually, like, you know, like I was playing soccer. I played soccer my whole life. So that's why I just, I always knew that, I'd, like, if I wasn't going to to play soccer or like, you know, like professionally, you know, you grow up with, you grow up with that uh, in your head. 
it's it's something that I wanted to be involved with, and coaching was something that along the like you know how I grew up with it, and then the more I got involved, the more I wanted to do it. The more I wanted to do it, because also the better I was getting, so I was seeing results, and uh, I just went along with it. And obviously, I met the right people along the way, and that's why, you know, like now I'm just all in. Yeah, it's it's um, when once you get like that that bug, or once you get bitten by you that get bug, the itch. I call yeah. it, I call it, we call, I call it the itch. <laughs> yep. I call it the itch. You once you have exactly once you see that little. You know, like uh, like p- people that go to the gym, they like they they call, they talk about it when they see like they, they see themselves in the mirror, and then they see a little bit of the results, then they start chasing it. That's that's the little itch that that we see, and then that's what we want to keep going. You know, we want to keep that's what we want to keep building. And we're just right now we're just building momentum, momentum, and we don't know where it's gonna lead. We just know that it's something positive which is obviously what we all want you know and obviously the influences and the environment that you have landed in are are kind of what make this possible uh, kind of what allows you to to pursue this as more like an obsession i i, I don't think it's a stretch to say that you and, and john and, and christian are like obsessed uh with, Not at all. with with making this um with making this successful um how how important is is having that that environment you know to to allow you to free you to to chase this obsession and and maybe i i want to get into the actual day-to-day stuff like i want i want to know what your what your daily schedule looks like so people understand the amount of work that 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 goes into this yeah sure um yeah i mean you you can call it obsessed. Um, our mentor, you know, Joe Miso, always spoke about he whatever very first couple times I met him, he uh, he told us that we it's like a, the people that we work with was like a jewelry box. And I know John already told you this. You know, like the people that we work with, they love the game. They love being part of the environment. You know, they're in their own little way. They're also obsessed with soccer as much as we are. You know. And that is just the foundation to our obsession. You know, we want to, it's just, it sets, it sets you up for, if you really want it, you want to keep, you know, you want to keep building from that. Um, Our day to day base, my day to day, like I'm thankful right now. I don't, this is my only job, same as John. Uh, You know, Christian is obviously going to school. He's finishing up school now. So, I'm sure he's gonna get into it a little bit more after he finishes school. My day to day is, you know, just wake up around eight in the morning or so. On a good day, I go on my run. On a good day, I don't. And then I just meet up with John. We meet up at the library, sometimes Starbucks, and uh, just go on our day. I watch videos plan ahead of you know for for our bowl mastery program so that's i'm I'm in charge of go on a day-to-day basis things that pop up you know scheduling talking to parents meetings a bunch of things that we don't even know you know like things pop up and then we just go from there but soccer wise we we 
I speak for my uh, for my own uh, experience. I just make it my own. I, I make it my business to to try to work on at least about an hour just on on soccer stuff. That's gonna you know make me become a better coach. I read some books, watch some videos, listen some podcasts. You know something like that. That's gonna make me improve and go from there. And then at five, and then at four, we we go get food. Show up an hour before the the training, and then go from there. Just grind. And what time do you guys leave the field at night? Um, right now, because of where where we are right now, we're leave around around eight eight thirty. Uh, so right now that um um uh, the high school season is just ending. Right now, after eight thirty, I go to so uh, some of the O fours that I coach also. So I'm just leave the field around nine thirty. Nine thirty, jeez. Yeah. So, so day day starts at at eight. I, yeah, and, and you know, like that's that's the beauty. Yeah, exactly. That's the beauty. You know, like uh, it's not work. You know, like we're just uh, if <laughs> I will do that just for fun, regardless. You know, I just do it just because because that's what I would want to do, and I know John is the same way. You know, it's just. We our, our 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 friendship our relationship's grown ever since we met, and we just just get together, and then that's how it started. You know, we met we we met at Boca Juniors. I never heard of him, never you know, and uh, we just go we just went from there. We just started going to work together little by little. And then we met uh, our mentor. Uh, he knew him before me. Then I met him. He introduced me to 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 Joe. And just a little now. Now it's a big snowball, but it was just a little snowball, you know. Just kept going and going and going. Did a lot of stuff together. Traveled to California to go watch the DA when we had no business. We just wanted to go there and just check it out to see what the environment was. We did that. We did all. Our, we were doing all our coaching licenses together. So all of those things, you know, trying to improve. What did what did you guys see when you came to California and you guys observed? Did you guys observe training sessions or games? What, what what did that trip entail? So we went to the we went to the playoffs. Uh, we, we we did it twice. This is the first summer that we didn't want to. Like we after so after our um, we, we we made it we made it a thing after a season ended in the summer, like just June. We just because we have like two weeks off or three, we just we just took off. Um, we just went to the to the DA playoffs uh, in um, what's it called? That's right, Oceanside. Oceanside, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we just literally just were like, yeah, we're, let's go. Um, one of our one of the the guys that used to work, we used to work with at, at Boca Juniors, uh, Gaston. He um, he he used to live in La Jolla, so he always recommended La Jolla. And then which I I never been to uh, I never been to California. So one of the one random day was like, yeah, let's go to California, <laughs> and then we just happened to you know go to the to the DA uh, playoffs. We t- <laughs> we rarely went out. We rarely went to the beach. We just went to the field for like hours. We just watched watched everything. You know, like warm ups. We looked at warm ups. Picked up a little a couple of things that we wanted to try on our own. You know, preparation. What they did. What we liked. What we didn't like what like something if if it compared to something that we did anything we're just trying to pick little things you know little gems 
and uh, yeah, and that's that's what we did. And then the the year after, um, that's when uh, we were transitioning jobs, uh, and John was uh, was had just gotten to Gachi to be the Gachi, and then uh, you know, we same thing. We just went watch games. We were just there, man. We were just there. <laughs> we had nothing, no, no reason to go there, but just to go watch uh, DA games, which not a lot of people would do on their own. <laughs> and what's the what's the reason for it? Because if I remember correctly, you guys coach primarily younger younger mm-hmm. kids. That you know, there's no you, you guys are not yeah, in the development exactly, academy. Exactly. So is the yeah. idea like planning for the future or? Yeah. No. I'll, I'll be honest. Um, so before at Boca Juniors, I had one of we. I was in, in charge of one of the best O three teams in here in the in the state at, at the at the time, and I always I always coached, uh, you know, like eleven v eleven. Then at 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 the end of, of Boca Juniors, that's when I, we started coaching the little ones, and um, so we never. I never really thought like I just it's just little things, you know, like the professionalism that that's the those are the things that we wanted to, to, um, to observe, you know, like the things where we, where we wanted to be, if that's the place that we wanted to be at some point, you know, it was more for like personal. It wasn't much uh, more for, for the soccer, you know, it was more on the personal development, you know, as in like, is this what you really want to be? Is this what you want to do? And that's how it went. Because, because, like you said, the soccer didn't really correlate, because we were just at that point we were just working with little, with little shrimps, like we call them, and <laughs> yeah, exactly. But and you'd be surprised, man. I, th- these kids, the, the, like, like, well, like we'll we'll talk about the environment, man. That's the, the, the they're little professionals, man. I swear to God, they're little professionals, and, and that's the that's the, that's what we're very proud of, you know, like we're building that. Do you guys uh do you guys call them little shrimps to their face? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's that comes from the old man. So <laughs> he goes, yeah, the little shrimps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they they, they they we call yeah, they 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 they, they understand. If one of those things that you I I I grew up as um I went to school for physical education, right? And um I I never learned that in physical education, but and through my schooling, these little kids—if you demand, like if you put high standards on them—they will deliver, you know. And that's something that we don't do a lot of in this country. So it's 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 very important that 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 we do that, and that that's something that we we, we do a lot of because they, they act like professionals. We tell them, get up early. You're gonna take a shower. You have your breakfast, and we tell them, you know, like egg and toast, you know, like no fat, and just, just, just before the game, and then you show up one hour before the game, and they follow it to the T. So, yeah, that's something that we're yeah, exactly. So, the uh, the thing that stuck that that stood out to me and really stuck with me after John mm-hmm. after interviewing John was obviously the language. Um, just mm-hmm. the, the words that you that you guys use to describe your your training environment, the phrases that you yeah. guys use with your players, and mm-hmm. and and the way that you said little shrimps a second ago reminded me of a of a 
something I just listened to this morning. I was, I was listening to a, a new audio book that I purchased and, and the chapter was about Tiger Woods and how his, uh-huh. and how his dad was so, uh, was so hard on him in, in training when he was like seven, eight, mm-hmm. nine, ten 10 years old and how that kind of, you know, for better, or for worse, set him up for the successes and the failures yeah. that, that he had when, when he was older. But, but, um, but main, mainly the successes and, and, you know, his dad, sure. would, his dad would say certain things to him, uh, while, you know, he was mm-hmm. in the middle of his backswing or, 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 um, you know, walking just from, from hole to hole and, and, you know, mm-hmm. pre- preparing him mentally for yeah. what, what was going to come and, and that mental preparation that started at such a young age, yeah, uh, for sure. paid off in, in sporting success. And so mm-hmm. it's something that, that obviously, is a sensitive subject with some people because you know they have this idea of everything should be rainbows and unicorns and fluffy clouds right (laughs) but but in the cultures that are developing you know top 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 level Mm -hmm. not only soccer players but athletes in general or performers in tech or whatever you know that's it it, doesn't happen yeah yeah there there is no rainbows and unicorns in in, in that Mm -hmm. environment it's cutthroat yeah, correct. It, you know, it's yeah, and you know, I'll I'll be honest. I I made it my my business not to listen to John's uh, interview <laughs> with you because I was like, I want to see where we where you know, like the things that I'm gonna say after, and then we'll see what. <laughs> well, because obviously we, we literally we spent the the whole day together. It's gonna be similar. So I was like, I, you know, I don't wanna I don't wanna repeat what he said. Yeah. So I was like, All right, I went to come. I went to listen to a couple of extra ones that I haven't heard, and then I was like, all right. Like, <laughs> I just go on my own, but yeah, that's the 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 way that we the, that we want we communicate with the players is um, it it sets the, it sets the standard, it sets the foundation. You know, like we're like like you said, we're not we're not um, we don't sugarcoat things. Uh, even our sco- our coaching style, you know, like we we co we coach to win. You know, we 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 were building a winning mentality and that's the the most important thing that that we're we're doing here and especially here in Long Island where it doesn't really exist so we get a there's you know like we don't get a lot of uh, some people don't don't like the fact that we do that but it's a, it's our way you know uh, we we believe it's it's the way that we have to do it and and we we're not we're not gonna we're not gonna change it you know like the the again the preparation the the communication to the parent to to the kids you know we tell them you know one of the th- the, the two things that we tell them before the game starts is you better win every fifty fifty you know so that sets that sets the foundation you know like one of our our first exercises that we we start training with it's called battle rondo. You know, <laughs> when we tell them battle, go battle, go steal it. We're a little, a little, our, our tiny, the little kids, the little four or five year olds, they know, go steal the ball. You know, like we're just forcing them to, to want to get engaged and try to go take the ball away. You know, like have that aggressiveness that you need to, you need to have to, to be, to create good players because you're not going to get, you're, you we're not going to make professionals if if we how do i put it in a way 
we're not going to create professionals if we make them if we if we make them think that they're that they're good. We know they're good. The parents know they're good, but the kids don't know they're good. So we tell them that you're not good enough because we want to keep putting a little carrot in their face so they can keep chasing and chasing and chasing. And that's that's one of our philosophies, you know. When when you're bringing a player into the program at whatever age, four years old, ten years old, mm-hmm. how how do you go about introducing the player and the family to your style, and how how important is it that 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 they accept that before they come in? Mm-hmm. Well, to to the program, it's a little bit different than than the team. You know, like if he was gonna if he's gonna come to the team, like now we're at the point where they, they know who we are and what we're all about, so they come with that mentality. You know, like they know, okay, these guys are competitive. They know if you want to be part of this team that you need to compete and your playing time is not guaranteed. You're not going to get 50, 50, whatever the standards, you know, like 50% time guaranteed, all of that. No, they come, they, um, they, they come to the training, they, they see the training and we tell them like, this is, these are, this is what we expect out of you. And, and to be honest, we don't expect a lot from the parents. We, we just tell them just to drop them off and then just pick them up in an hour or two. You know, like it's, we try to, we educate the parents of course, but all of the work that we do is with the, with the player, you know, we, there's nothing special that we do with in regards to, to welcoming a kid to, to, to the team. They just, the, 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 John, trust me, they, they show up and, and now they know, you know, with the little ones is a little bit different, you know, because they, they see, it takes a, it takes them a couple of uh, I'm talking about like 2012 and below. They come and, and we come they come to the ball mastery. They get used to uh, our coaching style, our voices. You know, um, they, we they we talk about the first the two things that we expect out of them, which is pay attention and give 100 percent, and that's it. And then everything from everything after that is just. Compete, 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 compete. Go battle, go steal it. Um, you know all of those things. Yeah, the the reason why I asked actually, and I'll, and I'll kind of tell you a story that, that uh, mm-hmm. about what's what's been in my mind lately is is, and it's all related to to, to the language and, and everything, right? So mm-hmm. uh, recently, I, I I started working on um, compiling all the different words that we use with three four three. Uh, and creating the kind of like a glossary of things that, uh, are, yeah, just a, just a glossary with with definitions. Um, and one of the one of the words that we use quite often, just amongst e- each other, is brainwashed. And we uh, yeah. we, we use that in, like we need to brainwash players, and we also need to brainwash mm-hmm. parents into into fully believing in what we want to achieve and what we want to do mm-hmm. and how important that is because they've been brainwashed for lack of better terms to accept exactly. the, uh, the standard American environment. Mean, yeah. And so we need to re rewire their brains in, into sure. understanding what we want. And so yeah. I'm, I'm 
that that was kind of where I was going with that question. Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of where I was going with that question is, is do you guys do any type of like brainwashing with your parents? Like, Hey, you know, this is the environment we have. They need Mm -hmm. to be ultra competitive and this is why. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So we, and and, uh, Joe Miso, you know, he's our, he's our, uh, our coaching director. He's a technical director. He does the communicating with the parents because we don't want to communicate with the parents. So I, I do at the, the very, very least as possible because, you know, like, con, you know, like in conflicts of interest, we don't want to do any communicating, especially you as a coach, right? So we do explain to them why winning is important. And that's what we, that, that's, that goes to the, the core of like our values, you know, like why is winning important? Well, like everything trickles down after that. Why is winning important? How do you feel after you win? Right? Like, would you rather win? Or would you rather lose? I'd rather win. What are you willing to do to win? You know, all of those things. So we do explain to them why why we have to why are we so competitive? Why we set up such high standards? Why we demand for them to be there an hour before the game starts? Why, if you show up 15 minutes before training, you're you're uh, you're, you're you're, you're on time, you know, all of those things. So we, we do little by little just take, make, make, um, make a point that, that if we, that, that winning is important, you know, that all of those things are going to add up at the end. And right now our original team has been together for what, like three years. And now there's, you know, like, they're starting to pop out, you know. You see, they're more comfortable with the ball. We're, we're obviously we're winning games. We look good winning. So all of those things. So the more that they see, the more that they buy into it. You know, like getting uh, getting trust from the parents is also very important because obviously they're they're the the kids' support system. So it's very important for us to to have the common ground with with the parents. So I don't do the talking to the parents, but we definitely have uh, we, we have uh, someone telling them why it is important to do the things that we that we believe in. How how are you guys received in the in the local soccer community there? I'm really curious about that. It's a fifty fifty. If you know us, because you know, like <laughs> we're 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 loud as coaches. You know, we we give a lot of directions. We're we're intense. We're very structured, which is something that we lack a little of here, and especially in the area where where we coach at. So it's it's either wow, you guys are great, and um, and I love seeing you play, or wow, you guys got to take it easy on us. You know, like you know, like it's 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 a fifty fifty. It's not all it's not all love, which is good. Yeah, my my next question yeah. would be: Does it bother you? Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. What someone someone said: If you're doing, if you what something along the lines like you know, if you do something right, you're gonna get a little couple of enemies, you know, couple couple of haters. That's all right. Um, we're not doing anything. Obviously, anything wrong. We're doing something that we believe in. You know, we have our conviction. Uh, as coaches and as as a club, we 
there's there's a way that we want to work on it. There's a way that there's a path that we want to follow, and, and we're doing it. It's like like I said before, it's not for everyone. Also, you know, also the players, also the parents. We've lost p- parents and good pl- good players because it's not for them. Yeah, you know, and 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 we understand that, and and that's part of 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 growing a club. You know, that's 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 part of it's part of the game. It happens in the professionals. Why wouldn't it happen here with with youth soccer? No, it's it's important. Roster building and and building to oh yeah, building to your standard is very very important and people think that it's that it's personal and, and, and to some extent mm-hmm. it, it is personal but it's it's also it, 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 that's just football man that's football that's yeah exactly yeah exactly that it, it's it's it, it's it's a job you know it, it's 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 a job I, I don't take it just because i like what i'm doing it doesn't make it not a job you know you have to you have to build the right way. You have to structure it the right way. Sometimes, sometimes things go right. Sometimes things go, things go wrong. You have to adapt. Same thing as building a roster. You know, you you may think that this guy can do the job. What happens? He doesn't. He, he shows up to training late. He's not the guy for us. You know, little things like that. So building a roster is that that's a talent on its own, and that's those are always the things that we we want to get better at. You know, we only have. Right now we have five teams. Um, we don't know how many we're going to have next next season and the season after, and you know. So we have to always get better at doing those things to to limit the the mistakes. Just you know, like process of elimination. You know, try to do it the best that we can as quickly as we can to save uh, time and uh, you know yeah. people's time. <laughs> it's important. I didn't. I didn't intend to to highlight the same things that that came out in John's interview. But again, you, <laughs> you see, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. No, I. It's trust me. It's 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 good. Yeah. Maybe we'll make it a, a sequel. Yeah. But but the the language again that that you use you used a word that you know to to my knowledge hasn't really been used very many times in the. 225 podcast episodes I've recorded, but you said conviction. And the only person that, that I remember really using it besides, besides Brian Kleiben, who has been a mentor of mine, um, of course. But, the, but the person I remember using it and then, and then expanding on it was, uh, Hugo Perez. So former U S uh, men's yeah. national team midfielder, former U S youth national team coach. Now he's a, he just got announced that he's a scout for Mexico. But but he mm-hmm. he used that word conviction and and he used it the you know the same way that that you did and and so the the language behind you and the way that you and John operate I think is very interesting and mm-hmm. it breaks from the monotony of the traditional American soccer environment like if you watch a, a game on TV and you watch Stu Holden announce and if you watch Ali Wagner announce mm-hmm. they they use the same language and they use the same cadence it's got to like mm-hmm. da 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 and uh-huh. it, it, it's the same and if you and if you go to people that are educated in ussf courses traditionally um they they do the same thing they like they, they, the way that they coach is they kind of ask like questions like 
can we get from our center back to the outside yeah. back? And, and just the cadence that they say it is all the same. Mm-hmm. Like, like the language and, and the cadence in American soccer is so fucking boring. Yeah. I'm just going to say it. And, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and the way that you and John talk about the game is different. The way that Hugo Perez talks about the game is different. And, and I think that people really need to uh, mm-hmm. appreciate that more and, and figure out how they can improve the way that they speak about the game as well, because I think it's massively important. Yeah, for sure. No, and yeah, yeah. You know, when you go through the USSF courses, there's a lot of that. You know, like the vocab that you have to use. You know, like all of those things, and especially with the kids that we work on, we have to make it simple, man. Like that's that's the bottom line. Like we have to put it in a way that they have to understand. And just because they're little kids doesn't mean that they understand, you know, like more complex things, but soccer is simple. You know, like I, I want to steal, if the ball is on your end, I'm going to go, I'm going to run my, my ass off to go steal it over there. Because why? Because the goal is near it. So I want to score right away. You know? So like we, we our, our vocab is just goes pretty much to, to, to our principles, you know, like, we 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 go steal the ball near your end. Why? Because we want to score there. Why don't we wanna Why don't we want to have the the ball like for a long time on our defensive third? Because it's a danger zone, you know. Of course. So which, what do we want to do? Let's get the ball wide, combine, go forward as soon as possible. And if you put it that way to the, to the players, they understand. And the more that they understand the more they'll do it and the, and the one they see the results and when they see themselves performing at good or bad, they get better and then they keep going and, and, and they get more conviction, you know, like it's just, it's, it's belief. The, the more, the, the more you do something, the better you're going to become at it. And, and that's, and that's what we, that, that, that's what we want to work. You know, that's what we want to get to. Even the, even the way you just talked about, um, you know where where you want the ball to be on the field is different than how it's presented in, in uh, American soccer coaching courses, right? Because, because building out mm-hmm. of the back became like this phenomena over the last yeah. ten years, and now everybody you know thinks that you should be able to just play the ball across the back line for for pass it like you know f- mm-hmm. forever. But the way that you just described it is like, hey we don't want the ball in our half of the field. Like, fuck that. We want the ball in the other half of the field. (laughs) And, and I I think coaches don't understand that man. Like, like, because it's not, it's, it's not, it's not talked about in that, in that way. Right. It's just, it's the way that it's presented is, is just different. And you guys see the game differently and you guys teach the game differently. And I, I think, again, I think that's massively important that you guys have your own unique individual identity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, for sure. No, that's, you know, it, it's, it, it's everything. No, knowing where you want to go, you know, like having a path and just going head on, you know, you, you might be right. You might be wrong. So what, you know, like just, follow what you you believe is right and you just keep doing it and then the experiences are going to make it happen the experiences are going to are going to are going to prove you're right or wrong and if you're wrong so what you know yeah so that's that's what that's what we're building man 
Real, real quick, I want to ask you about your biggest influences. So outside of Joe Miso, outside of John, um, mm-hmm. you know, who, who or, or what have been some of your biggest influences and, and have helped shape you into yeah. this, you know, coach that you are today? Yeah. I mean, um, I'll say the first thing, I, I was never, I, I was always competitive minded, but until I met this guy, um, <laughs> I used to, I work with that uh, um, Boca Juniors, Gaston Pernia. He's actually working here in Orlando now. Um, <clears throat> he he grew up in, in the game. His dad was one of the was well, a legend Boca Juniors in Argentina, and uh, he he taught me you know like being around him for for two years almost almost every day just talking to him about soccer about other things that that make up make a good coach, you know, like things that you have to do, little gems that, that are going to make you a better coach, not necessarily as, um, just uh, not just developing techniques and exercises, but you know, like knowing what to say, knowing when to say it, how to, how to coach on, on the fly, all of those things. Uh, he definitely shaped, helped me become a better coach a lot of reading, man. I, the, the biggest guy, the, the, the most influential book I read, it's not about soccer. It's about um, John Wooden. I'm sure you know who John Wooden is. Yeah. Um, imagine hanging out with Joe and just being next to John Wooden. It's the same thing to me. Like that's that's the way that we see, you know, our, our Joe Miso. So that I don't know, man. I, I, I'm I'm a very simple guy when it comes to soccer. I, I love Simeone. I, I read a lot about Simeone. He talks about you know like he doesn't talk a, a lot about soccer when in, in his books and all you know on his videos. He talks about things that you have to work on during the game. You know like you believe like what to do, what not to do. It, it's the 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 soccer part is almost. It goes to the side when it comes to, to like Simeone, you know, like he works, he talks about winning every battle, preparation, getting ready before, before a fight, before, uh, he calls them fights, but before a game, you know, all of those things uh, have shaped, you know, helped me get more competitive, would get my convictions, you know, the right way, what I want, what, what's important to me, you know, so... No, absolutely. It make yeah. and it makes sense now that you say Simeone's like a, a big influence for you because he's all about mentality. That's it. That's it. You know, like um, the, 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 his, his, what's the name? Um, what's his book? It's just, it's Creer, but to believe. You know, like I I have that book, and sometimes I just carry it. I just open it up, and then I, I look for a thing that he said. You know, like whenever I'm like just bored, just open it up. Okay. Oh, cool. He said this, and it's always about being competitive it's always about battling you know that that's that's all he talks about because that's that's the foundation to be a to to being a good player man that the 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 winning the the mentality the never giving up you know it's all a cliche but it's the truth yeah 100 percent, man 
where uh where can people connect with with you um i i connected with you through christian obviously i connected with you through john yeah. as well but if mm-hmm. people if people want to learn more about you want to learn more about the programs that you guys are running in 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 new york where where can they where can they connect yeah well i'm uh obviously i'm on twitter uh at profe jose lopez um Johan Junior Soccer, you can just look us up to, um, through there. But if you want to get in touch with me, you can go through my Twitter. I don't use it as much. I'm trying to get better at it. So, so I'll go from there. But um, yeah, if you want to get in touch with me, that's that's the best place to best place to do it. And I'm very I'm 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 very open to to connecting with people and trying to trying to learn from people, try, trying to get little gems here and there from from everyone. Yeah, I, th- I think that you guys do an awesome job with your with your social media, actually, and specifically with the Johan Juniors, because you guys put a lot of content out there, and you guys are not yeah, not man. afraid to show the work that you guys are doing. And yeah. and if people aren't familiar with with what you guys have available, like you guys, um, you know, have have games, and you guys have the announcer that are that's mm-hmm. that's talking over the yeah, over yeah, the, yeah. Over the yeah. match, and and it's it's mm-hmm. awesome content, man. So if people aren't consuming yeah. that already, I think that they should be. So. Thank you. Now, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, we're we're very grateful about that. You know, like that's part. That's that's something that we're very happy you know, about um, the, the the support from the parents. You know, um, because it, it can't. It's it's impossible to do all of that with, with without the parents. We know we have in every game we have a parent recording, uploading it to YouTube, and then we get to watch it and and record it. You know, to watch it and analyze it, give homework. We we, we give homework to the players uh, because of that. Um, because of those videos, we we obviously make the videos to post them out there. You know, like you said, you know, like we're not afraid to put it out there, man. Like if <laughs> what's the point of not putting it out there? You know, we're working our asses off for, for that, and. Um, and it's and it's and it's good for us if if we run into a coach that it's that it's trying to coach against us, which is very rare. We we invite the 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 match, you know. We we'll, we'll welcome it, you know. We'll, let's 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 scrap. Let's see what we're all about. Let's see what you're all about. And someone's someone's got to win. Someone's got to lose. You know. So we're not afraid of putting that stuff out there. I love that you just said let's scrap, dude. That's that's a beautiful way to put it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's soccer, man. Yeah, it is. What? yeah, it yeah. Is. Well, it's, it's it's ideas, it's competitiveness. You know, it's like now on the Simeone mentality right now. You see, like it's individual <laughs> individual battles inside the field, man. That's it. You know, like that's something that we tell our kids. You know, we have right now they're playing seven v sevens. I'm like, how many jobs do we have to do in the in the field? seven jobs so you better win your battle so you can go help your other teammate <laughs> that is that is a, a great way to put it too i've never heard it put that way which is awesome how many battles or how many jobs do we have to do on the field seven jobs yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> so you simple gotta, too yeah exactly. see that but that's the beauty of because we've been working with kids for some with the past few years like you, you are our communication gets better because you know it's more clear and it makes more sense to them you know, like, yeah, like when you battle and then if you win your battle, you might be able to help, go help your, your teammate. If not, then you better work. <laughs> That's so funny, dude. That's awesome yeah. way to put it. 
yeah. All right, dude. Uh, anything else that we, that we didn't get John, to today that you wanted to talk about? No, man. No, I just no, no. I think we went through through a lot of stuff that I wasn't anticipating, which which is good. Yeah. Um, Hopefully, I caught you off guard with a couple questions. You definitely did. Yeah, definitely <laughs> did. You know, but but it's good because, like, like we said before, I wanted to keep it genuine. The way that you know, like, it's just the way that we. It's the way that we work. The way that we communicate. It's it's simple. You know, why make it complicated? Soccer is a simple sport. Um, to everyone listening, make sure that we we, we build winners. You know, it, it, they don't have to be soccer winners, but they can be winners in life. And that's uh, that's what we wanna that's what we wanna build overall, you know. As a coach, wanna build winners in life, and that's that's that for me. That's awesome, man. Well, uh, let's let's stay in, let's stay in touch, man. Um, yeah, man, for sure, for sure. Every anytime you're you're around New York, hit us up. Absolutely. Well, well if you guys make it out to if you guys make it out to Southern California next year, uh, yeah, or, for sure. Or anytime, we'll, yeah, we'll make it. Uh, We'll, we'll try to make it this year. Yeah. I haven't, uh, we haven't spoken about that with John, but I'll, 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 we'll, we'll, we'll work something out. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, all right, man. Welcome, John. Well, uh, let, let, yeah. yeah, let's, let's be Thank in touch. You so much. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Uh, it was a pleasure. Absolutely, dude. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to another episode of the 343 podcast. If you're interested in accelerating your development as a coach and learning more about possession-based soccer, you can visit 343coaching.com and sign up for our premium coaching membership program today. That's where you will get access to video, audio, and ebook lessons that will help you reduce your trial and error time by showing you the methods that have been proven to work here in the United States. Kieran Boyle, a 343 member, said, an added bonus to the 343 coaching curriculum is that it's always accessible. Courses in the States are great for the weekend, but tend to lose momentum shortly thereafter. I am always looking back at the phase one activities, methodologies, and video content, end quote. So once again, to continue your learning from 343, you can learn more about our membership program or go and sign up at 343coaching.com. Once again, that is 343coaching.com. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We'll catch you next time.